Welcome back to the Brookwood Ministries podcast. So here's a question. How do you stay connected in your relationship with Christ when the hectic nature of the summer months throws your routine off course? Well, that's the subject of this summer podcast series from Brookwood Care Ministries. So let's join the care pastors of Brookwood Church as we learn how to have faith on the go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Care Ministries podcast. We're so glad that you're with us. Uh, As you know, we're in the middle of our summer podcast series, Faith on the Go, where we've been talking about ways to stay connected to God and have intimacy with God, even when our summer schedules get a little bit hectic. My name is Josh Masters. I'm one of the associate care pastors here at Brookwood Church. And to my left is sitting Doug, who is our marriage and counseling pastor. Say hello, Doug. Hello there. And then across the hall is Jean, who is our I'm care pastor. Well, it's really far. It, it does feel Sitting far. over there that you can't see because this is a podcast is Jean. There so, you go. So say something encouraging, Jean. Something encouraging? It's someday it'll I, be funny. You keep would, doing that yeah. every podcast. And then, of course, we have Alex at the helm. Alex so at the helm. we're glad that Alex is here. And we're going to continue our series, episode three of Faith on the Go, with a very special guest we have in the studio, uh, the n- nicest person out of the people who have been on the podcast, Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Kristen Dossie. Yeah. Welcome, Kristen. No pressure. No, no pressure, pressure at all. At all. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do here at Brookwood and your life in general, and then we'll sort of dive into the topic. How long is this podcast? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, My name is Kristen Dossie, and I'm the Director of Connections here at Brookwood, and um, wear just a few different hats. Um, Sunday morning, you may see me running around just trying to make sure that things are running smoothly and everybody is... um, feeling welcomed at Brookwood and where they need to be. And uh, during the week, we make sure that people are connected into Brookwood so that the people that do come on Sunday morning have somewhere to connect with other Christians, whether that's into um, serving or um, just doing something outside of coming in and out of church on Sunday morning. Great. And we also know that you're a mom. I'm a mom. And a yes. wife. And a wife, yes. And so you have a busy life here at Brookwood, but you also have a busy life outside of Brookwood. I do. I do. Uh, I'm married. My husband and I will be um, celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary this December. Wow, and I know, right? <laughs> Suddenly it just made me feel really old. <laughs> you were like, married wow. when you were 12. Oh, no, like really accomplished <laughs> or really old or both. I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, we have a son. His name is Mac, and he is 12. And um, some people like to say that, you know, if you only have one, that it's not um, it's not being a real parent. But uh, I assure you that it is uh, it is very much so um, just as busy uh, with one as it is with multiples. It's just different in different ways. So um, he is um, in multiple sports and he does lots of other he likes to try new things and do new things all the time. So there are. Uh, we have a very busy schedule in our house. Right. Plus, we have two puppies. We decided on top of a full-time job and trying to be parents and having the kid in sports that we wanted to get not one but two puppies. So we have... Uh, That's a bold move. It is. <laughs> it couples. is. Um, yeah. a, a beagle and a lab, and both are about mm-hmm. a year and a half old, and they are uh, n- not lacking energy mm-hmm. by any means. Excellent. So. Yeah. So that brings up our subject. With all of this going on in this 
swirling hurricane of duties and sports and schedules and work. What are some ways that you have found during the summer schedule to stay connected to God? Like what helps you do that? Gosh, you know, there's there's part of me that's like I'm so not equipped <laughs> to even be on this podcast because I do not. Well, you're in good company. Because, <laughs> uh, of course, you know, I wanted to prepare for this podcast, and then I got busy, and I didn't. Yeah. So, um, But, you know, I looked at my—as a working mom, and you have to—the summer is not a time when you can really slack off at all. So summer can be almost busier than mm. the— than the school season because school is at least uh, their structure and there's these hours all the day that somebody else is is watching your child. But when you have to have something for your child to do all the time um, because you're not there, be able you're not able to be there with them. Um, I put I have this I'm a spreadsheet person. I love spreadsheets that make me happy. And I have this big scary master spreadsheet of all the stuff that my kid and a calendar uh, that I share with who watches him and and my husband of everything that we're doing. And you know it was about three months ago when I looked at it and I was like, I am tired <laughs> looking at this calendar of the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's certainly not what we want to do. I don't think uh, as parents, we don't want to do that. Um, but so staying connected to God through that, um, I think starts with asking God first, what do you want? What do you want mm-hmm. for us to do? Mm-hmm. And I can't say I'm the best at that um, because I am a do, 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 go, go, go. Uh, get it done kind of person, and I'm not the best at the sitting still part of it. And so, uh, taking a step back and being like, okay, is this what you want for us to do? Um, is this vacation what you want for us to do? Is this place where you want for us to go? Just because we've gone here every year for 15 years, does that mean that that's the place that we go? Um, I I try to catch myself when I'm not. I try to admit when I'm not doing it well instead of a lot of times I find myself if I'm not doing something well, sometimes I like to just not think about it. <laughs> you know, I'll scarlet O'Hare that one and think about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, no, I have to admit, okay, you know what? I did not talk to God on that one. And so I've got to mm-hmm. take a step back and remember to do that before the next time. So try to be intentional uh, with approaching God first and foremost. Um, you know, I do think that starting your day off with God is super important. Um, that's something that is um, tangible that you can do. I, I feel like the tangible nature of turning pages and a Bible is super important. I think it, it is living and breathing, and I think that um, starting your day with, with God, whatever you can do uh, with that is is important. Those are just some of the things that I do. Mm-hmm. So the person who would say, well, that, yeah, that sounds great, but my day starts off, you know, like a rocket ship. Yeah. Um, when, when those days <clears throat> happen where you can't turn the page, so to speak, and you don't necessarily have the word in front of you, what are some, have you found some other ways, like even on the way to work or when you're in your car, you know, staying connected? Absolutely. I think... Um there are things that I think that we can do that can give us balance. Um, for example, you know, your car is, I don't know about y'all, but I spend all, when I'm not at work, I spend a lot of time in my car, you know, mm-hmm. transporting my kid to places or, or doing things. So um, what you fill your mind with, um, you know, mm-hmm. scripture tells us that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Um, as we're driving, we can't always, 
You drive down Woodruff Road and there are a thousand messages getting shouted at you and you can't help those because they are signs and advertisements and billboards and mm-hmm. and people cutting you off and all those kinds of things. So you can't help those things. What you can help is is what you ingest into your ears, what's on your radio. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's anything on your radio, um, I do think there's a balance. I love I love the radio. I love Christian radio. I love I love my Sirius XM radio. I love to jam out. My kid and I jam out all the time. But sometimes I also just turn the radio off. And I, because my off button doesn't really work very well. <laughs> and I know that. So um, on, on your radio or on Kristen? On, my, on Kristen. My Kristen oh. off button does not work very well. And uh, so um, I, I just turn, I've started turning the radio off. Um, and at, at times, because I love music and I, and I think it's very helpful mm-hmm. to be able to have that. But sometimes I, just, I don't, I don't want to use music um, to be a filler space when what that space really needs to be is hearing from God. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I do that. I also just use that time to pray, um, use any time. I think that if we can just infuse God into everything that we do and not have to schedule God, um, not feel like you have to. Now, sometimes you do. Sometimes I have to schedule it because I don't want to, I know myself and I can just let the day go. But if you can try to infuse uh, infuse yourself with things like um, stopping and praying Mm. at the exact moment that you think of something. So if Mm. you, if, if you are reading a Facebook post and somebody says, pray for me, don't just like it and comment and say praying and then scroll down your feed. You can mm-hmm. like it, you can say praying, and then you stop and then you pray. Because I know, at least for me, I mean, maybe maybe I'm just the only one who's completely out of whack. But if I don't stop and pray, I'm not going to. I'm going to say I'm praying and then hours later, I'm not going to have prayed and then I've, you know, then the guilt kicks in. And then I'm, and then I'm just gone and I just don't even... Uh, catch back up. Right. I think that that's a great tip about doing it in the moment because just yesterday I was in my office working on a message and one of our counselors, lay counselors came in and said, you know, what you doing? I said, oh, I'm working on a message. They said, oh, anything I can do for you? And I said, well, you can pray about the message. And he goes, oh, okay, I will. And he stepped out of the room and then he came immediately right back and he said, well, why don't we just pray about it right now? Yeah. And that Mm. was very encouraging to me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think praying in the moment, um, it keeps us all honest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It keeps us connected to God. It keeps us connected to each other. Um, You know, it's very easy to say that we'll uh, we'll pray. And I think, unfortunately, in today's society, prayer is getting a bad rap. Um, Mm. You'll see whenever things happen, people are like, it's not just enough to pray. Uh, Yeah, it is. It is absolutely enough to pray because our God is bigger than everything and prayer is what connects us to him. So, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. However, I think sometimes we can give prayer a bad rap because that's what we do is we say, oh, I'll pray for you. We use it as a cliche or we use it yeah. as a conversation ender or start, you know, a, some way to get out of the conversation. Well, I'll be praying for you. Hmm. Bye bye now. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of let me pray with you. Instead of praying for you, let me pray with you and do it right now. And, you know, not everybody is receptive to it. Uh, my son and I... I do a Meals on Wheels route every other week, and um, we did a different route than we normally do. Um, honestly, I'll just go ahead and admit because uh, I was not good at my calendar, and I thought that uh, I do it the first and third weeks of the month, and it was the fifth one this last week. And since I my brain operates on Sundays, I was thinking it was the first 
Friday, but it wasn't. It was the fifth Friday. So it was 930, and I was like, huh, I haven't received my little reminder call from Meals on Wheels that I'm going to go deliver today. And I called, and I said, hey, we were going to deliver today anyway. Do you have another route? And they said, yes, we actually have one one that hasn't been filled yet. So we took that route. And there was a, uh, there were a few ladies, and one lady told us a story, and she let us pray with her, and it was beautiful. And then the next lady we went to, and she was obviously in pain, and she um, not able to get out of her house. And we asked if we could pray with her, and, and she said no. And, uh, and I said, well, then we will pray for you in the car. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and we left. So um, sometimes it's not going to be received um, because— I would encourage everybody not to just pray with your Christian friends. Um, mm. Pray with people who are um, who you might not even know whether they are or not. And all they can do is say no. And if they're if they say no, then respect that. And then you you can pray for them, not with them. Mm-hmm. But if we can pray with them to do that immediately, and that way it gets your undivided attention. Because I have the I have the best intentions with prayer. I really do. I mean, I I got an app on my phone, right, for prayer, and I was going to list them all, and it was going to be all organized and nice. I even bought this app. I don't pay for apps. And I bought an app for it. I don't think I put the first one in there. Like it just, it, you know, it sat there. I mean, like you know, just another thing to do, right? It's another thing. So, um, I I try to do it in the moment. Can't say I'm a hundred percent great at it, but at least that's the goal. Right. Now, what about your family? Because sometimes when you look at a complicated schedule. Everybody's got different schedules. Yes. Right. Your husband's got stuff. Your son has stuff. You have stuff. Yes. So what? What have you found is helpful for you to stay connected as a family? But even more importantly, how to as a family stay connected to God? Right. Well, we um, we do, and we go all different directions. So we both have full time jobs. Um, my husband also does um, pitching lessons uh, on the side too. So he has a job after the job, which um, keeps him uh, out even after his full time job. Uh, and then our son has practice and all that. So um, now you know, this part probably is easier with just one. Is that we can be invested into just one place. So we're not split among different children. So I will say that that's probably an advantage of the fact that we don't have to be in multiple places at multiple times. But um, we just do everything as a family together. Um, we, I feel like we can stay connected to God because we, um, we keep ourselves in a in a place where we're not necessarily doing things separately. So when we watch television, we watch television together. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we are, you know, I have a 12-year-old son who plays Fortnite along with mm-hmm. billions of other <laughs> <laughs> kids from kids and adults who play Fortnite as well. Um, so we do that together. That's on in our family. My kid doesn't go to a different room to play video games. We watch it together because I, I, especially with something that is where you can hear people and interact with other people virtually, I want to know who is what and where. Mm -hmm. Um, so we all do it together. Um, we do things as a family like that. So, um, so we're able to stay connected together like that. Um, we try to stay connected to God in, in, coming to church together. Now, for us, it's a little different because we don't actually ride in the same car together, which mm-hmm. may sound um, silly, but that is a, that's a time that families do get afforded that, that we don't have. Mm. Um, but we also serve together. Um, they are, my son serves in our um, children's ministry. He does tech. And uh, my husband really serves 
everywhere because because <laughs> on Sunday morning I, I need him in lots of places. So he does uh, he does lots of things. So um, we we just we try to do things together as a family and and as that family unit, and then we try to do things that each person likes to do. So um, we try to stay connected that way. And I think the segue from that into the relationship with God is a lot of times, and we've been talking about this this summer, is that people um, assume that quiet time or quality time with God has to be my journal or my devotion and my Bible and my cup of coffee at the table, mm-hmm. you know, the same thing every week or every day where something that you said at the beginning of the podcast was being intentional about seeking God. Mm-hmm. And that can happen um you know, individually in the car, like you've said, and I like what you said about Woodruff Road. You can't control the messages, but you can control what you're listening to. And if you're attuning, you know, your mind to what God is saying, even in the midst of chaos, there can still be a connection. But then even with like family, finding those shared experiences that can lead to a discussion. Because I know with our girls, um, you know, we we will be out eating or doing something, and something will happen. Um, they'll notice someone treating someone poorly on the street. You know, like a couple coming by or family, and that ends up becoming something that we talk about. And it, you know, it becomes like, well, what do you think God thought about that? Right. And so it's it. If you are looking for those connections, and I think that's what you said earlier, if you're being intentional, and you're looking for those connections with God. He'll he'll give you all kinds of you know, he'll set you up to be able to do those kind of things. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of, hey, it may not be in the way that I think it's supposed to, to go. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I know that at counseling people, and I'm sure all of us could talk about people feeling guilty because they didn't do their quiet time or they didn't do their Bible study that morning. But who said it had to be that way every time? And that's kind of the whole reason why we're doing the podcast is to mm-hmm. say, hey, let's let's think outside the box and let's get some people, us included. What are some ways that you that you do stay connected? Because the schedule itself, like you said, with your spreadsheet, you may not have any control over it to an extent. It may already be set. Right. But within that, going, hey, how do we how do we find those moments? And, and starting off with, God, how do you want me to connect with you? Help me find these moments and these times. And then, you know, being spiritually attuned to him to when those moments come up, go, hey, like the counselor who came to you, which that will make Doug happy that one of the lay counselors actually prayed with him. <laughs> um, you know, him coming back in and going, hey, wait a minute, that was a moment. Let me let yeah. me pray with you. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Now, Doug, you... Um, You've heard what Kristen said, and she sort of gave us the perspective of having one child, and you, <laughs> you have all the rest of the children. Yes, yes. in the yes. world. So, what, like, what's your perspective on that? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I have gotten much more into the habit of taking a small bit of scripture and meditating on it throughout the day. You know, some of the things that you write on Facebook, Kristen, I, I think it through. I read it. And I'm like, hmm. And as I'm as I'm driving, you know, I I reflect um, throughout the day, not just on the things that you write, obviously, but just some of the things that I've been reading, some of the things I've been listening to on podcasts. Um, I try to engage in an ongoing dialogue 
with God. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, it may not be as, um, oh, I don't know, formulaic or whatever you want to say. And it's not, it's not a program or a, um, a ritual as much as it is just building on that ongoing dialogue with God. Right. And um, I've really appreciated, by the way, your, your posts on Facebook. Because oh, it, it does show not only are you posting it and you're reflecting on it, but you're kind of even now and again I'll see you know some of your own thoughts on that. So I think that there is something intentional about mm-hmm. that, um, which is really good, and it causes me to reflect uh, more. Just to piggyback on that is you know I, I think what I look for I'm just I look for patterns because God speaks to me in patterns, and mm-hmm. I think He speaks to us all in patterns. We are. Um, repetition. Yep. So he is he is a relentless pursuer. Yes. And so he he's going to get our attention in any way, shape, or form that he can. Uh, and so we might not always notice that. And so just to if if something is the second time that you've seen something or second time that you've seen a piece of scripture or even just even just seen uh, the same experience in the same short amount of time, mm-hmm. um, pause and just be like, okay, maybe God's trying to speak to me here. Uh, what is it that he's? What is it, God? Are you trying to say to me? Yeah. What am I? Um, you know, I'll I might read a verse in the morning, and you know, it's honestly I'm just you know going through the motions, and then trying to hurry up because I overslept. I hit the snooze button twelve times, and then you know trying to get everything ready, and then get yep. you know get to work, and then I you know I read a devotional that I'm actually trying to clean out of my inbox, and it's got the same scripture or the same word, yes. and then I turn on mm-hmm. radio in the car, mm-hmm. and then they're talking about the same thing, and I'm like. Okay. Yeah. Here See, you go. I, I love that. You know, yeah. it, it's more of a building on the relationship as, as opposed to just kind of saying, you know, I'm going to do my scheduled time yep. right. and just try to get, you know, I can read through the book of Leviticus and like, wow, what in the world did I just get out of that? You know what I mean? It's more about that ongoing relationship, which is what I'm, what I'm hearing from you. That new, uh, well, I don't think it's new, but it's, I think just recent, that Natalie Grant song that's mm-hmm. out that talks about help me uh, help me want the healer more than the healing. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That song just. More than anything. More than anything. Yes. More than anything. It, it has just rocked me to the core because I'm like, you know what? I need to, that's what I need. I need more of that. Um, you know, and, mm. and especially for people that our vocation is to help others become closer to Jesus yep. um, and to be more like mm-hmm. Jesus, um, it's it, help me know the healer more than I want the healing. Help me mm-hmm. know the giver more than I want to be given or to give. Um, I need to know the person more than I need anything. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great place to wrap up for the day. Mm-hmm. So we want to thank you, Kristen, for coming in. Thanks we appreciate you chatting with us. And we want to sort of recap, I think the main idea that came out of our chat, if you agree, is the idea of infusing your life and infusing your schedule with your relationship mm-hmm. with Christ and yes. looking for what he's trying to tell you, even as you're going through and navigating that busy right. schedule. Absolutely. So thank you for being here, yes. and we thank everybody thank for listening. We want to remind you, if you need support, uh, Care Ministries wants to walk with you in that. So you'll, there'll be a phone number at the end of this podcast, and we'd love to connect with you. And if you have thoughts about how to connect with God, something has spurred you, we'd love to hear your thoughts, and maybe we'll talk about those on the podcast. So email us or call us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. 
For more information on today's topic, or if you need support, call 864-688-8355 or visit our website at www.brookwoodchurch.org care.